Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Just a Couple Dudes Jacked podcast. I'm your co-host, Eric Flattiger. And I'm another co-host, Frank Lewandowski. And without us today is Anthony Cole. But that's okay, because we're going to talk about Elon Musk. Oh, God. Oh, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff surrounding Elon. Good old Elon. Yeah, I don't, I have a, I don't have a ton of celebrity crushes. Really, he's like an idol. Actually, I don't want to say crush. That sounds stupid. Like, I'm a 12-year-old girl, but... Yeah. Yeah. They become idols. They go from crushes to idols. I think so. Yeah. I think if you're going to idolize someone, please idolize someone that's actually making a difference. Yeah, not just an actor, but they always say you never want to meet your hero or, like, meet your idols. Do you think that's true? I don't, I don't know. I disagree, right? Yeah, I don't know. Or is your idol who you're going to be in 10 years? Yeah, ooh, like Matthew McConaughey. Oh, God, he's Or great. just Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's, he's playing Playing you. Yeah. So it's not you in 10 years, it's Matthew McConaughey playing you wow. in 10 years. I'd be so much hotter. God, that'd be good. He's got great hair. All right, all right, yeah. all right, Frank. So we have a new segment. We do. That we're going to start every episode with now to create consistency and really kind of capture what we're talking about. The segment's going to be good men, and we're going to give an example on why this man is being a good man how he's been a good man, and how that affects people around him. Yeah, because we're just a couple dudes, and we like to promote good people, good men, um, but we're always trying to figure out a way to work that into the content that we create. And then a good friend of ours gave us the idea of having a regular segment. So even though we, you know, the topics we talk about, mental health, fitness, whatever, can always be tied into that. But now we have a direct segment that we can do every single episode. I just like it. Because it gives you motivation. I, I do like right? it. Because when you're a young boy, right, I looked up to people. I looked up to my dad, Batman, Superman, uh, James Bond, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rambo, right? Yep. As a young boy, you look, that's what you do. That's what the Spartan 300 is. You're a young kid that looks up to these warriors and you want to be like them. Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson in The Patriot. He was, right, didn't you feel patriotic? He was John Smith in Pocahontas. Yeah, I was just telling Anella that people be sleeping on John Smith, Mel Gibson's version of John Smith. I never saw it, but he and married. I looked up to John Smith, the the fictional movie one, not the not the real one who yeah, most likely, story. you know, dated a thirteen year old when he was like forty. But yeah, oof, different no. times. But good men. But good men. Yes. So our first example is going to be Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw. Okay, so, Frank, who is Dan Crenshaw? Quick background. This guy, actually, I don't know his age, but he is a Navy SEAL, retired, medically retired. Most people know know him because he's famous for the eye patch and the right eye due to he, uh, an IED went off in Afghanistan that blew out his eye. So he Dang. is a Navy SEAL and had to be medically retired. This guy is an absolute savage. So he actually went back to, uh, from war, he went back to the range and I think in six months, something like that, to try to be, continue to be a SEAL. He is right-handed, right-eyed, dominant. He had to learn with his left eye to be left-dominant with his, with his gun. And he passed all the qualifications again. Dang. Yeah, really? I did amazing. not know that. Yeah, I just read his book, Fortitude, which you can get on Amazon. It's amazing. A well-written book. Top five book all time for me. And um, he ended up getting medically retired, I think it was a few years later. He, he just couldn't make it. And he had a like 90 or whatever. It was a miracle that he even had eyesight out of the left eye. It yeah, was an I amazing bet. recovery story that he had. 
Dang. And then he, he got medically discharged from the Navy. One of the key stories, though, is that he was put into a discharge program in the military where they teach you about benefits and what to sign up for mm. because he's a disabled veteran and he was in a group and he talks about this like a group of 20 disabled vets getting out and mind you all of these veterans can get up and walk so when you think 100% disabled you know Dan Crenshaw is considered 100% disabled because he can't do his job anymore right he's missing an yeah. eye and without a contact he's basically blind that that eye as well damn so he they were recommended to apply for SSI, Social Security. So not only are they getting VA disability, they're also getting the opportunity to get Social Security as well to double up on their benefits. Dan Crenshaw denied doing that. He said, I don't deserve that. That's not my right. Oh, wow. So even though he was the one guy probably out of 20 people with the most severity when it comes to disability, who was a Navy SEAL, he said that it's not his right. It's about being prideful and taking the benefits that you do need. So not only then, he got out. He then went to Harvard, got a master's in education. His bachelor's was a minor in physics, by the way, which I thought was really interesting. Dang. Because he didn't need that to be a naval officer, but he did it anyways because he wanted to challenge himself. Just that was interesting. Wow, dude. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. Oh, he's very interesting. I did then, not know that. Then after he graduated oh, his me. master's from Harvard, he then ran for a uh, local, local government position, I forget, or not uh, like local office. Yeah, and then like he, a state. Then he got a, became a representative in Texas. Dang. Yeah. I just love him, man. And why is this guy a good man? A, he talks the talk, he walks the walk. He's a man yeah. of country. He's a man of faith. You know, he's a good husband. I don't believe he has kids yet. So he's, I don't. I know he'll be a good father. But I mean, he's got these morals and these ethics, man. I mean, he's in probably the toughest arena right now in politics, which oh, is big nothing time. about identity politics, outrage culture, and fighting another person. But he epitomizes what we need, man. And whatever size you choose, like find good people to follow. This guy is just looking for truth. And he's there. You can't buy him off. Yeah. Right? And these are the people we need. I think we need more military veterans in yeah. politics. People with like real world experience. Like most like so many politicians were they don't have real world experience. It's like they they went from college and then they had some some weird job that's you know what I mean it's just like and then they become they get into city council and then all of a sudden they're a senator and then they're in congress for 50 years and you're like did you ever have a normal job like did you ever work with a lot of people that weren't politicians you know it's tough it's tough when you, when you actually do the task and you show that you do it I think there's a lot more I don't know I look up to you more. I listen to you more, right? When I, I've seen that you've done it. Yeah. I see that you do it, right? There's so much that we're looking for in, in society right now about integrity and being honest and just like a lot of people say one thing, but they do the other. True, yeah. Especially in politics, man. I think I think Congress has less than a 20% approval rating. Yeah, no one, no one likes them. I don't know who approves them, actually, right? And, you know, that's our first example, Dan Crenshaw. And is he a perfect guy? No, I got other examples. Read his book. But, I mean, I've followed him for a while now, like well over a year, and the guy's just an absolute stud, regardless of what politics you believe in. But Yeah, if you just, I mean, politics aside, even his current job as a you know congressman, put that aside and just look at what he did, you know, in the military and in post that, that's really cool. And the really values powerful. he has. You're never going to see him have a controversy of, you know, cheating on his wife or theft or bribery or something very odd, right? A lot of politics is, you talk about the top down. 
talk about the top figures in politics. Riddled. Oh. Riddled. With DU, crazy DUIs, prostitutes, all like drugs, like yeah. all sorts of weird stuff. All kinds of stuff. And you're just like, what in the heck is going on? These are the leaders, supposed leaders of our country. And yeah. if our country was a business, we'd be worse than, I don't know, we'd be worse well, than Sears. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It's a weird job to think you can become a senator and just be be that for 50 years. Like, think about real public service. It's like... It should be a job that's like we are we're electing you and so that you don't focus on doing anything else other than this job. You get to do it for five years and that's it. You don't get another chance. We'll give you five or whatever, six, and that's it. You don't get reelected. You're not worrying about getting money. You're not worrying about raising money to get all this stuff. You're not worried about donors. It's literally like, sorry, and on top of that, it doesn't pay well. And you can't be sponsored. So do you really want this job? Do you really want to fix things? Yeah, why are you here? Because it's not glamorous. That should be the reason. Whereas now it's like, dude, they make, I mean, they make pretty good money, but they they don't work much. They don't have to work much. And then they can just keep getting like, and then they get all these weird jobs. It's like paid a full salary when they're done. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like, I don't know. When you look more and more into like senators and congressmen, I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is crazy. They're like, just so much far from the status quo. Then what? It, yeah. And I wanted to wrap up. Well, I like the philosophy of the Romans, right? We use the Romans for democracy. Yeah. Right. Rome was created big and fell, right? Yeah. And hopefully, America never falls, but no democracies ever lasted forever. No, nope, right? they don't. And that's one of the reasons why you protect what you have here in America and be proud of what we have. There's a lot of great things America created. And that book just the the Crenshaw book Fortitude just jacked me up. Crenshaw Fortitude, go check yeah. it out. Okay, but then I think oh. just wrap up real quick with the men. Yeah, because again, it's like our first segment in a while. We do love women, and the reason why we don't push women in this segment is because we already think women are doing a good job, and obviously we're not women, so we don't relate as much. So again, we're pushing good men because we just had a shooting here in Westgate, which is yep. really disgusting and sad. And fortunately, it sounds like no one died. But you're having these horrific things out there, you know, mental vi- mental health, domestic violence, uh, war. What what things are common in a lot of these really really tough topics? They're dudes. They're usually dudes that are doing them. Yeah. And all we're saying here is if we promote more good men, which we don't in mainstream media or in society, you get a bunch of young generation that don't know how to act as men. They don't know how to treat women. They don't know how to be good fathers, good husbands. And we think it's a good kind of value system we can kind of push yeah let's let's not focus on you know people talk so much about toxic masculinity and we don't need to highlight it's not to not it's not to ignore deny excuse me it's not to deny the things that a lot of crazy men do but it's to highlight good people good men good morals and because i think the generation that's coming up instead of looking to the wrong people and the wrong things they should be looking at people who are older, wiser, who have lived more life and learn from their experiences and be influenced by them. Guys like Dan Crenshaw yeah. and guys like potentially even Elon Musk. Exactly. That's the next part of the segment. Yeah. I, I could tell you as a kid, I was not a huge celebrity fan. And I did like Arnold and he is a celebrity, yeah. but he created his legacy uh, without fame. God, I know, man. Guys- Can you imagine just leaving your country, not knowing English? You just, all you know is like you're a meathead and you just want to work out. He created a sport before he did it. He also became a millionaire with real estate before he was uh, famous as an actor. And before he 
made money in real estate. Didn't he have like a some kind of like brick company? He had a construction another, company or something. He owned like a construction company. Yeah. Like that's the thing. We we think of like these people, like these let's take men, right? We think of these are like really rich men and we go, Oh, well, you know, he's big for this or that and you're like well, look in their history. They actually had like six other businesses or they did all like you see like their humble beginnings for a lot uh-huh. of them. Some not all of them, but a big chunk of them. And I'm like, dang, dude, like it's realistic then. It be- makes it really realistic because mm-hmm. you you see what they did and you're like, what? how many of us can emulate that? But we yeah. don't because we just think like, oh, I'm never going to make it. I need to get, you know, I'm not lucky enough. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. The victim mindset. That's what I hate. Which just doesn't help. You have to take some self-responsibility in everything, I think. And that just gives you the power you can control or the actions you have. Yeah, and that's a good point to bring up. I remember Rogan once said, he was like, I, I hate those, I can't catch catch a break guys. You know, those guys are always like, oh, I can't catch a break, lucky you. Oh, this happened to me, you can't catch a break. And I'm like, stop, just stop with that. Like, that's a defeated attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's the attitude I think a lot of these guys that you highlighted, like, who do shootings and do stuff, they feel ostracized by society. They feel like they can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a defeatist mentality and all that's going to do is allow toxic demonic terrible thoughts in your head and beat you down make you feel worthless and it's not true you have to empower yourself and a lot of people i follow is like look you know let's say you get out of a breakup well be excited about the new relationships you might have right it's easier said than done but just think about it live its perspective right i had failures i've had failures and thank goodness i had them because i swear when one door closed on me Two more open. They do. Right? I, I picture the Matrix the Matrix hallway. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Where you open yeah. the one and there's a million doors. Yeah. That's what I picture. I'm like, you look. don't look at like you just had one doorway in front of you. Yes, that door shut. That was not the door meant to be open. Yeah. I mean, seriously, think about that. It's like this one job or this one place or this one thing, it's not the only thing out there. Yeah. So like if, if you fail at this career you're trying to make work. Don't look. Don't be so defeated because there's a million other things you can do. There really is. I know yeah. a lot of people say that. Or a lot of people go, "Oh, there's plenty of fish in the sea." It's true. There are. There's, yeah. there's a reason why that's a saying. It's harder. It's harder to feel it when you have lost. But just like keep yeah, that big little time. perspective. Even if it's one percent, hang on to it. Yeah. Right. Like, look, you got chances. Be realistic. You know, Eric. If you and me became single or whatever, you know, there's a good chance we're gonna find someone else. Yeah. And that's okay. Are we gonna be sad? Yes. But. Be logical about some of these things. Yeah. You know, especially when you have a crisis, facts are your friend. Big time. I like that, right? Yeah. Like, stick to the facts. I try to tell people all the time, man, my mission during the COVID crisis right now is, A, I try to keep people out of the emergency room. I took care of a patient the other day, COVID positive, hardcore, borderline about to go to the ER, but I I did all I could to educate him, calm him down, Mm -hmm. give him the resources, and keep them out of the ER because their ERs are getting busier, right? Yeah. And I just use facts, man. When people are like, "My, I'm worried about my kid. I go, well, COVID doesn't really affect kids, so I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Right? These are the signs and symptoms to worry about. Well, now we're seeing stuff too. It's like uh, COVID, CDC came out. COVID's actually not that, it's not that infectious. Or you can't get it from like a hard, like a surface. Do people so were, people think like let's wipe down these surfaces no. every five minutes? So it was like no. it's actually really hard to get from a surface now. Yeah. We just we just overreacted. There's actually a movement. It was on Rogan today. It's about a farmer that does regenerative agriculture, mm-hmm. which is amazing, by the way. We'll talk about climate change some other time. Uh, but he talks about a lot of our body is about microbiome, 
right? Mm. It's about the healthy, diverse bacteria that is in the body. And all we do is scrub, 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 because it sounds good, right? We're just cleaning the table off. Like we're getting rid of germ, we're getting rid of the crumbs. But you gotta understand our body is not clean. No, right? we're actually more, we're made up of more bacteria than our own human like cells. Yeah. Is that crazy? It's wild. You're more, like we're, like, we're more bacteria than anything else. We're, Isn't we're not that crazy? a yeah. We're not a metal instrument. No. So the, this guy is like sixty or seventy. He said, "I haven't had a cold in forty years. I drink the water the same my cows drink." Is what he said. Yeah. Which is a little weird, but that's a little intense. But it's not pond some water. Truth he to says, it. But he says, "Look, you have to build your immune system. You have to diverse your immune system. Why are we getting more and more allergies? Why are we getting more and more? It's just interesting." Right. Oh, no, dude, That's before this whole thing, I remember it was like a, a couple years ago, I remember I read like some article and I thought it was a wacky article because it literally said the title was like, stop using antibacterial soap. And I was like, That's weird. And I clicked on it and it was like, because we're using so much antibacterial soap, antibacterial everything, hand sanitizer, all this stuff is like, you're actually weakening yourself you're weakening it's not it, it just went into like way more depth than mm-hmm. i'm going to remember or be able to articulate but the the thing behind this particular it was an opinion piece right but mm-hmm. it made me think and i was like oh that's weird and then you're hearing it more and more and more now especially now at all time when people have cleared the world supply of hand sanitizer and they're like it, it probably won't work you should build your immune system well yeah, God, we could really could just go down that. We hole. could, we could. I know. Oh Same God. thing with antibiotics, right? Like, why are we getting tougher and tougher bacteria? Yeah. Same thing with weeds. We've actually done really good with, for the most part, we've done okay with antibiotics. A lot better yeah. than it used to. Um, it used to be horrible. We yeah. just gave it out for everything. Well, it, here's the thing: it's nature. It happens in nature, right? So weeds, I just mentioned, they're finding that tougher and tougher and tougher weed killers that they're using every year. We're getting more crazy and intense weeds, uh, mass agriculture. That's like weeds are, they're getting to the point where weed killers were using five, 10 years ago, literally will not kill a weed because they oh, become so immune. Like they're so resistant. They're just the toughest. And so they were using more intense chemicals, but what are you doing? You're torching the ground. Yes. So we're getting Killing less, mm. we're getting less out of our dirt. Right. Yeah, and our food. And so, you know. You think about that, and then you think that movie Interstellar where the world, you know, we can't grow food anymore. Like, the world's just going to be over. I never saw it. But, but anyways, it's a good movie. COVID's kind of interesting, real quick. Yeah. This this virus does not attack smokers. Mm. does not attack asthmatics. I mean, mm. it can. It attacks diabetes and obesity, metabolic disease. Isn't that weird? Mm. This is not the People with insulin disorders? Yes. This is all metabolic resistance. Oh, I'm thinking Dr. Bickman. Dr. Bickman. Do we call Dr. Should, Bickman on this one? We should. We should phone him in. Oh, Dr. Bickman, if you're listening, we gotta. that's a whole topic right there. Oh, it is. But Corona and insulin. Nature, it's like Darwinism. Oh, nature see, knows. Nature knows what, ways more than we do. Way better. Yeah. It's, I know, it's man. It's crazy, man. That's like, the thing with like climate change, too. It's such a, we should do an episode on it. It's such a touchy subject. But the thing about it is like, I'm not like... I don't deny pollution. Mm-hmm. I just don't like these words we come up with and then and then we're sold on that word, right? And then like if I'm not if I don't buy that specific narrative tied to that word, then all of a sudden I'm like a climate denier or something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, I don't I don't think that at all." Like 
what we're doing to the oceans is pretty awful. You know, yeah, like it's, it's pretty, it's very evident how bad that is. I don't deny that. Here's I just, a quick thing. I just you know, don't like got, to buy a narrative, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I'll have to do a little bit more research when I'm ready. I have plenty of opinions. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> so. of this, though, Elon Musk? Yeah. Well, he comes to mind because I think that, especially young boys, they need to choose the right heroes and the right people to emulate. You know, if you get, I remember growing up, I chose Michael Jordan. You know, was he kind of jerkish, but he was classy. He was, man. He was a hard worker. Yes. And he performed. Yep. Right? He gave his heart and soul, whether it was baseball, basketball, like that's a classy athlete. Yeah. He didn't care about anything else. He never really had any scandals. They got mad at, oh yeah, his biggest scandal is that he liked to gamble. Yeah, he gambled a lot, which, who cares? But I mean, that that was a sports idol I had growing up. You know what I thought? Not to go on too much of a tangent, but with his gambling thing, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, you see how much money he's spending on gambling? I'm like, yeah, but let's take, let's look at how much money he has and that, and how much he's worth, how much he spent gambling. Mm-hmm. Now take how much money you make, how much money do you spend on frivolous shit, it's right? It's all proportions. It's, it's definitely proportions. So to you, yeah, he spends more than your mind's salary combined in gambling, but the dude's worth the world. So who cares? Yeah. So he's that that was, was a weird thought when I watched the last dance. I was like, was, yeah. "Why are these people freaking out? Because the dude care? likes to gamble. He's yeah, not doing haters. heroin and cocaine. He's not haters. getting in trouble with in you know brothels. Like, yeah. he's a pretty good guy." Yeah. So Elon Musk. Elon I wanna, Musk. I want to give a little bio on this guy, right? Who is Elon Musk? So first of all, he's a he's an engineer, industrial designer, and technology intra- entrepreneur. He has a bachelor's in physics and economics. I thought it was interesting since he's a business guy. Economics and physics. Dang. Right? I, I mean, he's ba- he's basically a modern-day genius, man. I mean, this guy is a CEO. Well, I love that he named his company Tesla. Oh, because of Nikola? Because we could do Nikola a whole Tesla. episode on Nikola Tesla. We could. He's To me, I'll be honest, you say pick good idols. He is someone who I came to find out is most likely the Dos Equis, world's most interesting man. Wow. Nikola Tesla, and and there. that's all I'll say. We'll go into another episode about another that. Episode. But Tesla, man, and he's giving a shout out to him, right? Yeah, that's what he's doing. These and are the companies is. he owns. The Boring Company. So that's the company that is building underground tunnels mm. with the anticipation of improving traffic. Yeah, right. His take on the traffic congestion is that we actually need to burrow tunnels and go that route. He attempted in California until the regulators shut him down, which is the city. Again, he's just trying to help you, California. He's always getting shut down. Always in California. And then he owns the company mm-hmm. Tesla, the first major electric car company, oh, which gets a time. lot of hate, and we'll go into that. But it's the most American-made vehicle on the road. No way. Well, I see way it. more Where of their them. factories? They're all here. They don't have one that's not here. Where are their batteries oh, made? Here. Here. Yeah. So they're the most American-made vehicle. I see a lot of Teslas, dude. Dude, I'm very happy to see it. And I drive a Tesla. That. And a lot of people shut them down. They talk crap. You know, Warren Buffett said bad things about him. All these people. He is always pushing the limits, man. He doesn't care. Solar City. He bought Solar City. So that's something that he incorporates. Uh, you know, one of the solar companies that he does, which he was anticipating. Like, it's like a roof where instead of a roof, it's just solar panels. It's just the solar panels. I'm not sure yep. if that's out yet, but um, something they were talking about. Yeah. Go SpaceX. Ahead. SpaceX, baby. SpaceX is an amazing story because you have classic government with NASA, right? Which NASA's done a lot of cool things, right? It's great. It's the Allegedly. 
<laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, were we on the moon? Were we on the moon? But how much waste? This just shows you what the difference from private and government, right? The government used to, or they still do, they get a rocket, go up to space, they just dump it. Mm-hmm. Elon goes, why would you just dump the rocket? So he, he ends, or dump the, uh, yeah, a portion of the rocket, right? It shoots off. He then, I think it was within four launches, got the fourth launch, he made it, and he took a loan from the government, and it was successful, and he paid back with interest, which made the public money. I thought that was cool. Wow. But on the, the launch, the rocket is able to actually re-land where it was at. And NASA has <laughs> never been able it. to do that. Yes. Like, talk about an amazing That's how thought. great NASA is for you, people. Yes. All you dorks wearing those NASA shirts. The Hyperloop. Have you heard about the Hyperloop? Yeah, I did hear about the Hyperloop. So the thoughts of that, the new way to travel very, very fast, yes. which is about airway resistance. So what it is is a tunnel that you lose, you subtract more airway resistance so it picks up more and more speed that eventually can just go faster and faster until it doesn't need to stop. Yeah. Again, I'm not a physics major, okay? I'm just I'm just a dude. Just a couple dudes. Just here. a couple dudes. He has open AI in Neuralink. Neuralink is something in the future that we're going to put a device in our spinal cord or in their brain that eventually can rewire blindness, that can fix spinal cord injuries, that can link you up in your memory to storage. Yeah. And you can talk to people without talking. Can I make a comment on NASA? Let's do it. And SpaceX. It's oh. about it's because we brought up SpaceX. SpaceX has had I mean they've had some crazy launches where missiles blew up, right? He's had a few disasters yeah, that's there. Sad. But that's the name of the game. You're building rockets, that's the name of the mm-hmm. game, right? So is NASA. They just don't talk about it as much. But SpaceX has done some crazy innovative, really cool stuff. They will get to the Mars. And they will. How come we allow the government to, to just be like, nope, all, we have NASA. You need nothing else. You have the post office. You don't need anything else. We have police forces. Like, or, or okay, military I get maybe, but like a police force. Think of how completely overrun every single city police department is. Mm-hmm. Why, like, how come we're not allowed to privatize and have a just a well-functioned privatized service companies to do a lot of stuff, Right. It's crazy. And so SpaceX is such a good example of that because mm. they're doing these wonderfully innovative, crazy cool things. But, you know, I bet it was, it, it seemed like, I don't know too much about SpaceX, but it was it was a really hard for him to get that off the ground and going. It's extremely oh, no, difficult. Like literally the fourth, because he has to overcome everything so much. Yeah. So the fourth launch was the last launch he had yeah. based on funding where SpaceX was done and he was successful. Yeah. Like that was the last launch. Yeah. And he says, I'm not giving up till it's over. Like, you get to listen to this guy. And people, I, I've heard people negatively talk about it. Like, oh, space, yeah, whatever. It's like, no, it's stupid. We have NASA. I was like, NASA's, like, not, I hate to say NASA sucks, but it's like, why are we only have, like, wouldn't that suck if you could only have one cereal brand? Like, only Kellogg will make it. That's it. You get no competitor. I just think we There's only be- one, only Dasani can make water, bottle it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We need to be like, come more on. open-minded. This is Merca. things. Like, we can find ways to innovate. Yeah. The scientific Because Elon's not going to work at NASA. No. So, we, what, we just lose out on him? No. And I think they they, they probably collaborate, I'm sure. Oh, they, they, they right? should, I'm but... Sure they do. I'm sure they collaborate in something with research or something. Yeah. So, his, his, Gosh, his, his actual cool. mission is to change the world and help humanity. He He knew he was different at five years old. 
gosh. He had what is that like? That year, at that young, to know I'm a, I have a different brain. He said that on Rogan, didn't yes, he? Yes, that's where I got it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can find him on Rogan in two episodes. He I'm was the second one recently. The second one was better than the first. Oh, I liked the, f- the first one. I liked it, but it, I didn't realize how socially, like, kind of weird he was. He's still eccentric and has. He, but even Rogan was like. to Batman. Even Ro. Oh, wait, what was that? I think he's the closest thing to Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, think big about, time. Like, Bruce Wayne. Big time, dude. I, can, I don't think thing. anyone. He's a creator, right? What was Bruce Wayne? He was always creating gadgets and yeah. he was sleek. You know, like. I Elon think Elon is, should start beating up dudes. He should learn jujitsu and cross. Just start beating people up. And just start fighting crime. Just wait till he runs for president. Oh, With Dave Portnoy. Take the red pill. Yes. He's worth $36.5 billion. Damn. It's a lot of money. And what's interesting is he, and you, you heard it on the Rogan show. So you have this guy that, again, I'm, I'm giving you a third person. I don't know Elon personally, but I can just tell you from his track record, what about what he's doing is saying that he's not trying to just innovate things versus he's trying to make money. Like he literally gets accused of that because he's a billionaire, has some nice things. Yeah. And people hate on him. Well, it, look at the way he's running Tesla. It's really not a very business-focused way. No. He is an engineer at heart, and he's innovating, and he's saving the world in his own way. Thank goodness we have people like that. And you have people that hate on him. He is literally getting rid of almost every material possession he has right now. He's not even going to own a home Oh, on really? Purpose. It was sad, dude, because you heard it on the Rogan show. You heard him, and he says, all I do is get accused of being full of... Uh, materials and being nothing but a money hungry billionaire no that's what's crazy if you look at him like he normally looks like he's just wearing like a black t-shirt and like jeans yeah man yeah he's just like a he's not flaunting anything and uh recently um he was anti-covid a bit right and actually i thought he had the best he had the best way of approaching covid with statistics, how to break it down, because you have an engineering, a scientist that's talking about this stuff. A lot of medicine is kind of art. The numbers are hard to actually really get good data. It's just hard in medicine, especially when your data starts from China. It's an absolute joke. You yep. can't believe anything they say. No, I can't. But you have this guy that's telling him, he's like, you can't keep the country locked down. And he's like, look, Tesla will be fine, but all these mom and pop shops, they're not. No. And he was literally, he literally put, he's working at the factory right now. And told California, come arrest me. What does California do? Nothing. The local congresswoman, because he, how she responded, this is a local congresswoman in California, said, fuck off, Elon. And I'm like, that is your local congresswoman. He threatened, he says, I'm going to be leaving California. He's the last car manufacturing plant in California. And they drove him out of there. They're in a over $1 trillion deficit. You tell me how California looks like in 10 years. Oh, I don't know, man. Atrocious. Yeah. They're leaving in a flood of people, man. Like Arizona, Texas, all over, man. And I'm just like, you have this guy that is like truly trying to just make things better. Is he perfect? No. But I think these are the type of people that we're grateful for. And I just like, maybe I sound, I don't know, corny or something, but I just, I love hearing about people. You know, when, when I was growing up, I didn't want to meet celebrities, man. I didn't care to meet, you know, uh, I don't know, any of these celebrities, Beyonce or Jay-Z. Justin Who Bieber. Because you sing. I'd rather meet General Patton. Yeah. You know, Winston Churchill. Or- well, I've always really respected people who who just did something so, not just so radical, but 
they had such a deep impact in like a in in a sense that made people want to be different and change the world not just like they could listen to this music and be like he changed the world with his music like bob marley changed the world i'm like you know i like bob marley as much as the next guy he didn't change the world yeah, i'm sorry just... it's music and guess what someone else will do the music but people like elon musk it's like gosh that is not a dime a dozen like justin no. bieber is a dime a dozen he yeah. is. Yeah, he is. There's a there's a bunch of other people. I can name we can name ten other artists mm-hmm. who are like just as popular, you know? I just I think it's very odd how we idolize celebrities so much. I yeah. think you have to be careful because we definitely you, do because it comes it turns emphasis. into idolatry. Yeah, which is what Mark Little talks about. That was a great episode you yeah. guys did. And it's true. Like it's okay to I don't know, it's it's okay to, you know, be excited about things, but you know, there are actually people out there, you know, there's this single mom that's like working three jobs, not asking for a thank you, raising five kids right now. Yeah. You know, and I, and I've heroes, said it before and heroes. I, uh, the older I've gotten, the more I've been like, you know, I, I, I respect, I guess some celebrities, you know, you're like, oh, I guess, you know, the guy made something of himself, but I don't really, uh, like fanboy out really anymore. You know what I mean? Dude, I, I could meet any celebrity right now. And when I meet my celebrities, like Hollywood celebrity, I just don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't really look, it's not like I look up to Ryan Gosling. No. You know, it's like, he's an actor. He he acts. Like, that's it. Please entertain me. You've given me a bunch of good date ideas. Yeah, like, you, you, know, you look know. great in a good suit, and I just wish I looked like you, and You've that's about it. you me a lot. That's yeah. cool. No, but Elon, he, uh... Gosh, he's so he's just so innovative. Like even when he did that, not a flamethrower thing. Mm-hmm. Like what a fun, cool. It just seems like he just does what he wants, mm-hmm. and it's not just like purely like business. Like oh, I need to make a billion dollars. You need more people like this because I think we just get stuck in our ways. And I just naturally mm-hmm. maybe I relate to it because I think differently. I look at a problem and I look at it from a different angle instantly. It's like I'm automatically pivoted at a different angle mm-hmm. so i give a different perspective almost automatically and it's just the way i think so when i think of someone like elon he doesn't look at a problem within the box he's he's completely outside looking yeah. at this problem from all angles you have a lot of people man that look at the same problem over and over again if you cannot use the scientific experiment which is the foundation of science the scientific experiment means that you can test it over and over again and get the same result that means you have the right answer but if you can't then you need to keep trying and keep open to that. I don't care if you believe something for 60 years. A lot of things in medicine is not based on the scientific experiment. I was going to say, that's a, is that just a Western thing? I mean, I know the East, you know, I know the world's a little more solidified now, but I feel like it's, uh, you know, I heard this saying, it was like the, the biggest difference in like politics and society between like the East and the West is in the East, they look up to a lot of, engineers and scientists like in china and in the west we look up to a lot of uh lawyers and businessmen you know well, what our i mean countries run by lawyers too yeah our countries yeah. run by lawyers and then in like china japan south korea their countries literally run by engineers and scientists mm-hmm. and it's like you can see the difference um they're also communists too so it's kind of hard yeah. no yeah and i'm not but, saying like oh we suck and they're great it's just like it was an interesting perspective because i really thought about it. i'm like yeah, we do. We idolize like way. money and then like mm. lawyers. It's not saying lawyers are like evil. I mean, I know some of them. I mean, 
there's they're about as cool as real estate agents, right? You know, it's, it's another profession. You know what? We should be lawyers or something. It's just tough, right? Yeah. Because most of the time they're not involved in the happy situation. Yeah. If you're in a lawsuit, you just hope someone saves your butt. Yeah. But you're not excited to go to court. No. You know, like liar. There's not any good movie that's lawyer. Like it's a drama. Liar, liar. That, that was a drama, even <laughs> even though it was a comedy, it was a drama. It the was. Poor guy didn't have time with his kids. He yeah. chose his career over his kids. Like, I don't know. I used to want to be a lawyer, maybe because the power and the suits and whatever. But it's not. I don't know. So when did you first notice Elon? Oh God! That's like, what did you see? And you're like, oh, I like that guy. Who is that? It's been years, man. I. uh I, I don't know, but it's been a long time. I don't know. I don't even know when I, I put two think. and two together either. I remember I was kind of, I was actually kind of against, not against, but I'm naturally pivoted Tesla. away from like Tesla because I'm like, I love cars and I love just like V8s and gasoline and I got a mm-hmm. Mustang and all that. So naturally to me, an electric car is like, oh, why would you drive an electric car? Like in well, we most break, electric yeah. cars until Tesla came around were shit. Yeah. They're awful and they're they ugly and they're slow yeah. and they just, it took like four hours to charge and you only got like a hundred miles out of it and there's no money in it. And now Tesla's, well, not only are they making some of the fastest cars, like mm-hmm. the, some of the fastest production cars are Tesla's, but they, they look sharp and they're, they're smart. The quality, they're like high, it's a nice car. There's no combustion. So the longevity of the car is great. You yeah. Have a battery at their place, but yeah. And, uh, and then I noticed they're this almost Elon autonomous Musk guy. too. If they actually, if the government actually allows it to happen, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Elon, I noticed that I saw all this stuff on SpaceX, and then I was like, "Who is this guy?" The more I looked into him, I was like, "I kind of like him." I heard him talk a little bit, and then finally, when he was on Rogan, even though it was a little weird to listen to because he's a little socially awkward, he—you can just tell he's a smart guy. Yeah. Like, some people talk, and you can just sense how smart they are. He's not cocky about it, though. And he's not. Or... That's the thing. He's not. It's kind of like, I don't want to, like, totally shit on Lawrence Krauss. Um, if you guys don't know who Lawrence Krauss is, he's, like, a pretty well-renowned physicist, and he's wrote a bunch of books. He's been on Rogan, too. Um, but he, the way he talks, and he's smart. He's brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. But he's so cocky. He's so mm-hmm. arrogant, and he's so cocky, and he, he right. throws it in your face with it, and it... And it's almost like he buys into like the nerdy, I'm a nerdy physicist and he wears goofy clothes and you're kind of like, he was also a friend of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, just putting that out there. I just thought of that right now. He's been to Epstein Island. Anyways, and I just, you, you get that from him. I was like, I don't like that. Elon, it's like, you wouldn't even know just by looking at him. And then he's the smartest guy in any room he walks into. I think, you know, it's just like the, I met a lot of people in my life and like the strongest, scariest guy was not the loudest. Never. No. The smartest guy in the room was not the loudest. Is that not another good quality of a good man though? Just humble. Yeah. Humility. Like. For sure. Yeah. Like that's like the Greg Nanos. Like yeah, Kyle. For sure. Yeah. Like you played basketball with Kyle. Like we played church basketball. He was always the best player on the court. And really? people. Oh Yeah. Kyle would crush, dude, because he could out-rebound, even though he wasn't the tallest, but he could work his body. He had a good shot. He was, dude. He was literally like Barkley and Dennis Rodman mixed together. Like freak strength. Kyle has freak strength, dude. And so, but he's humble. Uh And when we'd show up to play, like, 
he wasn't running his mouth, he wasn't saying anything, and it was it was after about forty five minutes of playing though, everyone was like, Oh, he's the best one out here. But he's just totally humble about it. That's a good that's humility is a really mix. good quality. Yeah. I think it's missed. I don't know if it's like it's professed a lot or it's looked up to, right? I think like, people how many celebrities say that? are humble. Like they say that, like we always say, like be humble, sit down, be humble, humility, right? And then they turn around. Like I love Conor McGregor, I do. I think he's, I think he's so cool. But Mm -hmm. Conor McGregor, it's a perfect example. People like, oh, you know, be humble, and then like you have a guy like Conor McGregor who we all look up to, the flashiest, loudest, like craziest dude, and we're like, yes, keep being crazy. And then we're like, at the same time, we're like. Oh, I love like humble people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> give me Connor. Yeah, you know that is true. That's a good point. And something else I wanted to bring up too is sometimes you can have celebrities. I don't want to just hate on all celebrities, but sometimes you have a celebrity that, you know, I know people talk crap about Kim K and how she got famous, yeah. right? She went video and she got famous and yeah. her name and whatever. Ray J. Yeah, and uh, but she's a businesswoman. Yeah, she's smart. She knows what she's doing. She and here's the thing: like, she's yeah, she's not stupid. She's also. Do gone. you know how many chicks got that little MTV glow up or that like porn tape glow up, yeah. and they did nothing with it? They snorted it away, or they drank yeah. it away, or they they were huge for like three years and now they're gone. Like, yeah. do you know how many? And now she, dude, she's been a. I feel like my whole life. I'm 28 years old. I can't remember a time without her being famous. Yeah, and she's probably even more famous. She's actually. Gotten people out of jail too. She has, yeah, and she's in like law school now. Yeah, she, she, and people, yeah, yeah she's she's going to law school, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like shitting on her, like, oh, like, you know, giving her just flack for. It. I was like, this chick's a billionaire, or I don't know, Something. at least a multi, yeah, multi, multi, multi millionaire. She has no business. She doesn't have to go. She's gonna go. Hey, I kind of respect it. Or when people, you know, what's funny? You know that Takashi Six Nine character? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Why is he so famous? Because he went to jail and ratted on people. I, I don't. I and honestly don't weird. know. I don't listen to his music. Yeah. I don't really know about pop culture too well. I just know okay. that he's he's huge, right? He just okay. he just got out of jail. He releases some song. He's up to a hundred million views on it or something crazy. And as much as people and myself included think his whole persona and the way he, I'm. It's not my thing. I don't respect it. I don't whatever. But what I do respect is I'm like, hey, well, that guy doesn't hate his life. That guy that guy doesn't go work at 9 to 5 and talk shit about a bunch of people and, and hate his life at the end. That guy's having fun. Yeah. You know, And I'm not using him to, at, as part of our show as like what a good man should be. All I'm saying is like when people look at the Kim K's and the Takashi 6ix9ine's and they shit on them, it's probably because they don't feel good inside, right? We're just shit on each other in general. I have an even better example. Adele lost a ton of weight. And you have a lot of haters out there mm-hmm. about why she lost weight. And you can't just be happy that no, she was unhappy when she was fat and unhealthy. Yeah. And now she did a good thing by getting healthy and she feels better. And there's people that are hating on her. And I'm like, what is up with this? It's like, weird. Be ha- just be Well, first of all, be happy with yourself and then you'd be happy for others. Like you, That's so much better. She, she's going to be a better wife, better person around her family, right? Because she feels better. And she's, she's a role model now. When you have a young girl that's struggling with weight issues and you love Adele, which we all do, she has an amazing voice, mm-hmm. and you see her lose weight. And you're like, Mom, Mom, I can do that. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want that? 
I, I don't. I think most people are positive in real life, and unfortunately, in, on the internet, you see a lot of negativity. Yep. Those are the people that are flocking to the internet. Yeah. And I've been doing my best, man. I I throw up posts on Facebook, Instagram, and it's all positive because we have enough negative out there. It's true, man. Like you that's to, you have to battle it. That's why I'm always typing and putting out there. I'm like, we're trying to have a positive ripple effect. Yeah. Positive trying, ripple effect. Like, trying to fight the tide. Because here's the thing, man. There's more than enough for all of us to enjoy. Like if someone gets a promotion, don't feel bad because you because for something like that like let's say your friend gets a promotion and then people talk shit about it right and it's like are you really mad that they got a promotion or are you upset that you don't like your job or you think you should have got a promotion that you never got right it's like be happy for that person focus on yourself you can always improve your situation you can always change your situation you know but just be happy there's enough for everyone to go get some Everyone can go, everyone can be a millionaire. I know it sounds crazy, but it's out there. Like, it's Mm -hmm. out there in abundance. Gary, surround yourself with those people. Yeah. And maybe, hopefully in real life you do. You got to cut out the people that are negative. I think in real life people are a lot more nice and positive. I really do. You see so much craziness in the media, but when you actually talk to people, so many people I notice, like go to a grocery store and talk to someone, there's a lot of like good, just like, humble hard work and random just citizens you know what i mean like yeah, and reasonable people man. i've had so many good interactions i know most you know most people just talk about the negative ones because those are the funniest stories like i'm not gonna naturally i'm not gonna be like you know what i was in line the other day and i told a little joke to this guy and he was funny and he was he, we had a little back and forth no you're like dude this chick pulled out in front of me flipped me off and then she went like this and then after that happened this woman in a car almost hit me like you just naturally we gravitate because that's the most like satisfying in our you know our little like attention span you know like we just want to hear the yeah we just want to hear the craziness but i think a lot of people are a lot a lot nicer and you notice that i think you have to set the phone down you have to set the social media down you have to even on social media when you got Facebook, you have an un, you have an unfollow button, you have an unfriend button. Yep. If you have people on there that are constantly complaining, that are, you know, bringing it down, that are talking politics in a negative manner, or, or just giving you that negative energy, unfollow. Go to Instagram, unfollow. Yeah, you don't Put have the to. the laptop down. Put the phone down. In real life, do the best you can to have boundaries and set people up that actually care about you, want to see you be successful. Yeah, recognize, recognize if you can even have it too. Maybe, maybe you really deeply reflect, and you're like, "Hey, I should probably delete my Facebook because you know what? All it does is piss me off. Yeah. All I do is go to war with people. All I do is read dumb uh, stuff that I don't agree with." And let's say you go through and you unfollow, and you realize, you know what? I don't even need this. I mean, honestly, I probably wouldn't even have social media if it wasn't for the podcast. I would definitely have taken a break. Yeah, um, it's made it harder because. We have to. We have right? to. We have to engage. We have to try and grow this and work hard at it. It's not easy, you know. No, it's There's not. a reason Anthony didn't have it for a while. Like, think about the amount of time, man. You're 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 able to read more. Um, I I don't really watch the news at all. I pick and choose articles online. I read. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly, I'm not. I'm not informed. And no, I'm only informed. It's kind of good. I'm only informed with the things I I, just, I choose to. Yeah. I choose, I'm like, hey, what's going on with this? And I, I research it and look it out. I, re, I try to read, you know, I try to look at a broad range of things. But even then, it's like, you don't know what you're reading, you know. Try not to just read a headline and look at it and then create a judgment, right? These headlines are meant to grab your attention, are meant to create a reaction from you. 
Um, we know our news source has only become the worst it's ever been. Yeah. The journalism is completely biased and it's not truthful. So please don't put everything into it. You know, yeah. it's unfortunate. But with that, what that means is your responsibility to kind of research a little bit. Like, all right, if a bill comes out, like I've been more involved in politics, not in a way that I have a side. It's just that I just want to know kind of a little bit more what's going on, what's really going on. I'll be like, oh, okay, so why was this passed or why was this not passed, right? Um, there's a lot to it. And the more you find out and the more you dig a little bit, it doesn't take much effort, you find more of the truth. And I think that's just, I don't know, it's a nice feeling. It is. I wish you could just turn the tube on, sit there for an hour and be like, God, I'm I'm informed. Just have one handsome dude and one beautiful chick just sit there and tell you what's up. Completely yeah. unbiased. Yeah. Just totally. Just tell the best objective. facts you have at the time. I think that in the future that they should have a news channel that starts every show. First of all, with what they said wrong, I know. corrects it, <laughs> apologizes, then starts the show. You Yesterday on actually, the news, we reported. Yeah, we reported fifteen this. false claims. Yeah, we reported this, this, and this. This yeah. is wrong. We are sorry for this. This is why. And let's start a new show. Well, you know what the news has become, too? Um, it's no matter if you're left, right, you know, up, down, whatever, it's an opinion piece. Mm-hmm. They've created these opinion piece shows. And then you have the complete polar opposite opinion piece show. So it's literally like Rachel Maddow's versus Sean Hannity. You know, it's basically, you're literally getting like a WWE SmackDown because they get that animated and like their personality and then it's like, it's crazy and you're like, is this the news or is this WWE? I can't tell. I literally can't tell. <laughs> it's, I just hope, I know the news is dying. It, oh, big time. It's I mean, uh, eroding. A lot of the most major podcasts, I mean, like even just take Rogan, right? Rogan's number one. So Rogan. $100 million contract with Spotify. Yeah. That's Rogan gets Spotify. more viewership on YouTube, even though that's going away, but he gets more viewership on YouTube than. YouTube's still going to be there. All the major. Um, well, just the clips, not oh, the full episode, oh, okay. but Spotify will have a video. Oh, wow. But he gets more YouTube viewership than all the major cable networks combined. Oh my god, that's wild. He gets more, so it's like, it doesn't even. It's like people pay may, way more attention to what yeah. happens on the JRE than CNN, Fox, MSNBC, all of them combined. He gets more. Dude, listen for. I love that too. By the way, that that made it. me so happy when I found that out. Uh, and when you talk about America, I love America, and I, I hope we create more patriotism and what America's good at. There's other things we can get better at, of course. Are there amazing things here? There's a reason why people immigrate here. It's a great place to be. And it's the most free, beautiful country to be in today. Yeah, and even, hey, you know, I'll use, um, not a lot of people liked Barack Obama, then a bunch of other people loved him, but he said something really cool once, and he said, uh, this isn't the best, but it's, wait, we're not the best, but it's the best you got. Or we don't do everything right, but it's the best you got. That's America. He had some good stuff. We're screwed up, but it's the best thing you got. And I'm like, you know what? I like that. He had a good, good quote when he was talking to his daughter. He said that you can go out and you don't need to be a victim. You don't need to go out yeah. and look to be offended. All right. You need to find out and find a way that you can have a discussion. And yeah. a true argument does not mean it has to be heated. It means that we need to have these discussions and we need to understand, even though maybe one person's pro-life and one person's pro-choice, and you want to stand on opposite sides with a sign that says, you believe this or I believe that, and maybe you're both a little right. 
Yeah, right. You know, maybe maybe, maybe there's it is not a tough topic. It, maybe there's a thing called a false binary, and it's yeah. not left or right. It's not that simplistic. It can't be right. And if it was, it would be that. Wouldn't it be Pleasantville and boring? It would be. Jordan Peterson talks about that, right? We try to give these complex topics, and I used to think, man, I used to have these simple things. It was like free healthcare for all. Yeah, simple. Stamp it. <laughs> and, you know, great-grandpa used to say there's nothing free. If it is, it's fake. Yeah. If it is, it's a lie. Yeah. No, it's, there's no If it is, free. it's a Chevy. <laughs> if it is, it's a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> but these cl- you have these complex topics, and we're getting angry at each other. And I I get caught in it. You know, I'm, I'm a pro-meat guy, pro-carnivore guy. But I meet these, you know, vegans, vegetarians. They're some of the sweetest people, man. They're so nice. Yeah. They're not anti well, anti me. They're just like, I just don't want to eat meat. Take know? a and hot like, topic. Oh, okay. Um, is it black lives matter or all lives matter? And it's like, I'm not choosing because you won't, you know what? That's a trap. That's yeah, a trap. Not oh, 10 times out of 10. That is a trap. Yeah. What are you not buying? What it. are we doing here? Like, why anytime, are we even have, and why is that a, why is that the binary? Yeah. Anytime, it makes no sense. Anytime someone gets shot, you know, especially when, well, especially when it's innocent, right? Yeah. That's sad. It's awful. I don't care how much melanin is in someone's skin. Mm-hmm. The, this is my take on race. And this is something I heard a long time ago, a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist went on there. as an old white lady back in the day. This is like in the 90s or 80s. And she said, the way you get away from these racial issues is by stop identifying by race. Why do we have to say that we're white or black or Caucasian? A, it's such a simplistic way of defining someone. Well, isn't it funny? Like, am I white? Or am I Polish, Irish, yeah. Italian? How far back do you go? It's, because it's if weird you go back because far enough, we're all African. Yeah. Twenty three and me. Oh, your heritage. So what period of time are you going back to my heritage? And then if you're religious and you go to Adam and Eve, aren't we all like related at at some point, right? No. Yeah. The race thing's really weird because it's like it's very old argument. It, it's strange. It's really weird, man. Or like, just being in America, like no one says they're American. Everyone has to say how they're like. Well, I'm, you know, I'm one fourth Italian. I'm a third Polish, and then I'm one sixteenth Irish. I also got some Cherokee Indian. And you're like, weren't you born in Glendale? You're, yeah. You're just from Glendale. Just uh, be from Glendale. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I don't Who knows what they are? Like, if you're from Scotland, you're Scottish. From America, you're American. Just, oh, but only we do that, and then we do it with color. Uh-huh. And we say, like, we'll say, like, well, are you black, white, or Hispanic? And I'm like, wait. Or non-Hispanic. Or two like, of those are colors. One is an ethnicity. How, like, how about the government? I'm confused. I, I am forced. Yeah. On, certain applications and documents that I have to put what I am constantly all I the am time asked, everything constantly and now we let's not even get into the gender yeah. you can be whatever you want which is fine there's only two boxes there so what are those boxes going to look like male female other yeah whatever you want to write in like but what is it is so how do we do that but then we still have to identify by race it's like, weird, what if I man. don't want to be... Well, you have to identify for anything now. It's like, do you want to... Like, do you want some McDonald's when you're swiping your card? It's like ethnicity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, not what? that extreme, but I feel like I'm putting it on everything. And I'm like, and this is how weird. Do you, how do you put all black people in the same category? You it's can't. Like, how do you put all white people in the same category? We are all... What You take that away from what human beings are, which is we're all unique, beautiful people. Well, you know what I always got confused? Even... This is how flawed this is. Even as a little kid, when you're an innocent, wide-eyed little kid, I haven't been corrupted by stuff yet. I'm a little innocent kid, right? 
and I used to think I was like why do we why do we have to say like African American what if you call them that and they are from Jamaica or they're from and I was thinking of all these oh, countries yeah. or like you know what I mean like there's all these countries Dominican Republic there's a bunch of countries where you can be black and you're not African right and uh-huh. I, I remember as an innocent little kid I had this thought I was like but what if I get that wrong you know like what if what if I call them because someone had told me I think it was like a teacher was like you can't say this you have to say African American yeah. and I was like but what if he's from Jamaica you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, and it's funny because you're like, this whole identity thing, man, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. It, it drives it. I don't know. I, and again, with that, there's no right or wrong answer. I don't know. I'm not claiming to know. You're not claiming to know. I just don't like a false binary where it's like, okay, Eric, left or right, green or blue, pick one. One's right, one's wrong. I'm like, whoa, no, we can't play that game. Yeah. We can't play that game. Yeah. And it sucks because it's lose lose. It's always lose lose. It's like, I don't want to be at battle with someone. I want to understand why you think the way you do yeah. if I'm pro-choice which I am and I have my opinion and I'll tell you why I I stopped I want to know why you're pro-life and what can I learn from it yeah like what can I learn to be like oh okay I do see some points you got there you know I'm never gonna understand what uh, a black man that has dealt with racism has felt like yeah you can't I, I'm not gonna understand that I'm gonna try to empathize and be like yeah that is tough like I'm sorry you dealt with that yeah. You know, I do think that and I'm just I'm just rambling, but racism is taught. It is not bred in us. It's and not innate. It's, it's not, not innate. it's not in your genes. It's, it's not innate. It's, it's definitely in a taught behavior. Yeah. Because you have kids at like 5 years old. It doesn't matter who you are. You don't even know what racism is. It's like lang- well, think of it. It's kind of I mean, I'm just spitballing here, but it kind of reminds me of like language, right? Mm-hmm. Like you were born in Phoenix, Arizona, right? You talk the way you do because of that. If you were born and bred in Dublin, how do you think you'd be talking right now? You talk like they do. Yeah. That's it. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you're God, it's so crazy. What a weird right. This this whole realm is weird, man. God, we're just in the matrix. We are. We're in the matrix right we're now. In the matrix. But one good thing we need to push is good, solid men. Good, solid men. Two men we talked about was Dan Crenshaw and Dan Elon Crenshaw. Musk. Elon Musk. And we got more men to come. Because we got we more men like to come. To we're going to talk about Nikola and Tesla. Maybe. Nikola Tesla. Uh, do you got a quote? Oh, I do. Daddy quotes? Oh, I do. Daddy quotes? Daddy quotes. Daddy, we got daddy quotes. quotes. And uh, I just want to say to all the listeners, too. Um, we get into some of these subjects and topics because we deal with them every single day, right? And again, I think my opinion is 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 that it's an opinion and it's mine. And everyone has theirs. And I'm willing to listen and be open-minded as long as you're not nasty, mm-hmm. as long as you're not condescending, and as long as you're not just trying to be hurtful. I'm definitely willing to have a conversation and listen. So is Frank. And I think that's the best thing about podcasting is you can you can actually hear people who have a polar opposite viewpoint discuss things in like a non-hostile way. Yeah. And I think we can learn from each other. So I think we need to keep having good conversations. Yeah, because if all you do is surround yourself with people that think the same way, God, you're not you never learn. grow. You're not going to learn. You never grow. No. You can't go to a rally. I mean, it would be fun, right? Let's say you're a MAGA person or something. You go to a MAGA rally. All right, well, you're around a lot of people that think very similar. So you just got some rah-rah going. Yeah. Really, you should go to like a, a town hall or something. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Where you're like talking about these local city problems that are affecting everyone. And how do you, oh, maybe you, maybe you and your neighbor, she's I'm with her and you're I'm with Trump. 
right? But then you agree on a local topic, and you're like, wow, yeah. we do have a lot of similarities. Isn't the cool thing, too, when you, you meet someone, and then you're like, wow, we do not really align politically, but we talk about all these other things. I guarantee you, you align in other ways, right? Yeah, big time. Yeah. And you, we try to focus on just the small differences, and that's why I talked about with religion. Guarantee you both like chips. <laughs> chips are delicious. Veggie chips? <laughs> Kettle, kettle chips? All right, so this quote is, Such as are your habitual thoughts, such also will be the character of your mind, for the soul is dyed by the thoughts. Marcus Aurelius. Oh, Marcus Aurelius. Oh, I God. love that. That's a good man, too. That's a good man. Literally. He before the fall of He Rome. literally, think of this, Marcus Aurelius, he literally took part in the conquering of the known world just with a sword and a shield mm-hmm. and men and good women, but you know, men were fighting. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Gosh. And back then too, we did not have politicians for life. That's something no. I want to bring up. They had a lifespan for what you did in life. So you grew up, you went to school, you grew up, you went into the military, you got out, you started a career, had a family, right? Ooh. You did that, raise your kids, then you became. Then you served in the Senate. Yeah. Then you served in the Senate, and then you got out. You didn't die in the Senate like they do now. Then you, you formed, a, probably. You became a philosopher. Oh, a philosopher. That's what you should be doing. When you're 80-plus, this is my thought with Congress, I think 80, you're done. Oh, and I yeah. think we should have ageism. And it's not that it's against. You need to allow for new, fresh thoughts to come in. And honestly, at that point in your life, I really think you should be enjoying life and doing other things. Maybe yeah. you should be in your local church council or something. I don't know. But I don't think that you should be wheeling people in in congress in the wheelchair and they don't know where they're at and we have a presidential candidate right now that has i can look at him and see cognitive decline oh big time i mean you were literally seeing it and it's been from years and it's it's sad and i don't know how he got to this point i have no idea how they talked him into it i'm not scared because i think the president is more of a figurehead than anything but yeah, very it's sad limited that he's, power. That he's there. Yeah. Like, why did he get put in that spot? You see it. He is unfit. Yeah. Like, I am. I am really like nervous for the debates, man. Ooh, it's gonna be bad. Like, they're not gonna be good. And, and, and here's the thing too: is like whether you're Republican or Democrat, you would look at that and go, "That's not good for the country. It's not a yeah. good look for our country." He can hate Trump, but he knows where he's at. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Choose, choose someone that knows his name. Yeah. Well, Anyways. well, Frank, this is a great hour. This is great a beautiful hour. hour. And uh, to all our on. listeners, you can yeah. find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Just look up Jack. That's J-A-K-D. Just a couple dudes. Jacked Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at j.a.k.d underscore podcast. And email us at our Gmail account. That is jacked, J-A-K-D. U-D-E-S, so that's jackdudes, shares the D, at gmail.com. Email us if you want to come on or with any questions. Yeah, give us ideas, guys. Yep, this is fun. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Take care. All right.